guys, welcome to the podcast Zen Mama and Everyday Gurus. This is Mary. So glad you've joined me this week. I do not have a guest this week because I just want to pause here before the new year. And um, yeah, I just want to share like there's one thing I'm really good at, and that is overextending myself. (laughs) I don't know if I'm probably not alone in that. And sometimes when we get caught up in opportunities, and you know, it feels so aligned, you can easily spread yourself a little bit too thin. And I think I have once again embarked on that journey in the last six months. Um, As many of you know, and I have talked about it on the podcast, I took on a role at a new recovery center in Vermont called Sauna in Stowe, Vermont as the wellness director. And the work really aligned with me, um, working with people using all the tools I feel like I've learned over the last 20 plus years around how to care for ourselves and how to how to really use alternative therapies or complementary therapies um, in yoga and uh, mindfulness and meditation and being able to touch on those difficult emotions and have some different tools right, to find our way through them so that we can feel all the feelings and still stay strong and resilient and begin to understand our journey a little more. And, you know, I was able to take all those pieces of wellness, um, of health and well-being and be able to work with people that were ready to do the work and do some energy healing. And it was really beautiful. It has been a really beautiful experience. But At the same time, I was still doing my work as a physician assistant at the the hospital that I work at and still being a mom to four kids that are still growing and three adult children um, and a wife and a friend and (laughs) a confidant, all the things that we do, all the hats that we wear. And I did get Lyme disease in the midst of that. So I think I was just as I do when I get committed to something, I just persevere despite what's happening. I just stay steady on my path and let it all fall. And it'll, you know, there's adjustments that need to be made. And I made all the adjustments and I kept trying to find the balance by shifting my schedule, by getting a little help here and there with the home. And with the kids, all the things. Until some point, right, we realize that our cups are too full, right? And I feel like I love doing this podcast. It's probably one of the things I enjoy doing the most. And it became really difficult for me to barely get each episode out each week because I had taken on a whole new role on top of my kind of three jobs I was already doing, really. It's hard because we love, love, love when we find things we love to do and people we love to work with. So it was a really hard decision for me. But a few weeks ago, I decided I couldn't keep uh, making the 45 minute drive to sauna three times a week um, to do that work consistently. I'm still going to stay involved a little bit. And what was really hard for me is I do feel like that's work I love to do. Um, It I also realize when you're doing deep healing, you need deep rest. 
They don't really have the capacity to do that in my life. Uh, I work at the hospital I've done for many, many years, and it's very familiar. It feels good. I know I do it well. I have a second family there. And I thought this was my opportunity, though, to launch out and into something else. And it just wasn't time because I still have four kiddos that um, need me local and I need to have energy for. I'm sharing all this because, you know, I think I'm probably not alone in having to make tough decisions like this that are really things you have to do for your own health and well-being and that of your families. And it might not even be what you think you want to do, but what you need to do. And that's sort of what I found myself um, having to decide around. And once I made the decision, it was really clear it was the right decision. But that's a hard process to go through for any of you. I mean, I, you know, consulted it with my therapist who had me do some different um, processes for really trying to discover my feelings and, you know, what, what was really right for me. You know, I <laughs> consulted my astrologist, you know, I journaled, I made the lists. And in the end, and now after I made the decision, it was really obvious, but it's funny how we get so emotionally involved. We're just sort of hanging on to something we know we need to let go of. And it doesn't mean I'll let go forever, right? But just for now. And so um, that happened. <laughs> That's been happening in the backdrop. And at the same time, you know, I still... Um, realize that I have ability to like have a, a job that still supports me and my family, but also gives me the time and space to do this podcast um, really well and expand maybe on the journey that's going. Maybe that's what's meant to be. We don't know, right? So we just have to keep looking where the flow is when we get really um, out of balance. Uh, I'm pausing because I don't even know about that word balance anymore. I'm not sure it's really achievable or like you can balance on the edge of something, right? So my therapist used the term um, temporary homeostasis. And I think I'm going to go with that. Um, but when we're out of temporary homeostasis or out of any homeostasis, um, you know, we have to evaluate what's going on. And for me, you know, I did that and I, I really began to recognize um, my inability to sort of land my plane, you know, to like sort of get my myself grounded and just felt like I was like running to stay in front of that perpetual ball that um, might roll over me. And that's not a good feeling for me. It's a feeling I had when the kids first all came into my life overnight and I just couldn't quite keep up with everything. And so I got an overdrive. And I'm still trying to heal from that, right? I'm still trying to find some ease and really have to practice this presence, this ability to be present with my experience and not always feel like I have to be doing something else. And I kind of got myself back in a situation where that was happening. And so I shared all of that just to let you know um, that you're not alone in those processes and that we have to honor them and really honor what's right for us uh, from a health and really, you know, how we enjoy our, the belly of our life at a, even if we feel like we want to grow and expand for me, that's really not what's called for right now in that direction, but it's just hard. I'm just saying it's hard. Uh, even though we can do whatever we want, we can be whatever we want to be, but sometimes we really have to 
come back to ourselves and figure out what the hell it is that we need, <laughs> we need, right? Um, and why we do are doing the things we do and, and to not have that FOMO, that fear of missing out, know that opportunity will come again if it was meant to come again. So here I am telling you about that because also what I've decided is that I'm going to take a little time off um, around the holiday season and before we start the new year. And um, I also was meeting with a, a mentor of mine, someone I did a plant medicine journey with, which I would love to share with you a little more and love to have her come on at some point. But, you know, just the reality that we're coming into winter here in Vermont, the solstice is coming. As she says, if you um, know anything about the medicine wheel, it's the time of the bear, right? And the bears hibernate and they are still and they listen to their heartbeat. And it's so beautiful to think we can allow ourselves that and not be afraid of that, you know, which I think I have a little fear of too much stillness, um, just like I have a fear of too much sadness, that it's a slippery slope that I might not be able to come out of if I let myself touch upon it too much. And so what she recommended to me, though, because I do think um, part of this whole process is allowing me to recognize my shadow side, which is around non-productiveness. It's around, you know, being too still or too lazy or, um, yeah, you know, I have healing around all of that to do that I'm not always contributing to the greater good and that I can maybe just look what's right in front of my face and know that that's probably what I need to be most present for. And so... And even the grief and the loss and the sadness, you know, to really be with that. Um, she sort of encouraged me at this time of solstice, which is coming up on the 21st for any of you. You know, the ceremony can be really beautiful. And, and to light a fire, especially in the dark of winter, for those of us in the Northeast anyway, or a candle. And to, to sit in stillness and, and to really not just... Um, always for me, I feel like I'm always trying to get to the other side to the joy and the happiness and the positivity, but to really sit in the darkness and see what's there, especially at this time when we've all been through a lot and we're recognizing how uncomfortable the uncertainty, the ongoing uncertainty is. Um, and what does that bring up in, in us and me, you know, and to sit with that and really, as she said, not notice it, but really allow yourself to touch upon it and feel it and, you know, be surrounded perhaps with others that want to do that. Um, I, I think what I'm going to do is sort of like write some things and burn some things, <laughs> you know, things that I can let go that are not serving me in real anymore. Um, so I'm going to take this time to sit in stillness, have a fire, um, really understand this process of what's happened with me in the last five or six months and in, in that driving that I do and what um, I've learned from that. And I think we all probably could look at the last year and say, what have we learned about ourselves um, so that we can honor what we need and we can maybe heal what can be healed or at least just sit with it and really look at it and feel it. I mean, the one thing I learned on my plant medicine journey, which I haven't shared a lot of yet with you all, and I, I will, I hope to have the woman I journeyed with on in the new year. But I did learn and have learned. It's so much 
I don't know if easier is the word, but when we can take the feelings of um, discomfort or whatever fear, uncertainty, grief, and we can actually um, just allow ourselves to be with them and, and look at it and hold it and feel it. Um, you know, I, I saw that it's all held with light. And I also experienced that it's easier to really embody and feel it than it is to just carry it around. So I see the solstice as an opportunity for all of us to come into stillness and to do that, knowing that after the solstice, the light begins to grow, right? We come around to the new part of the year where we turn that corner, right? And invite in the light. And that will come in the new year. So this is what I've decided to do. And I also have decided just to let myself rest over the next couple of weeks, really try to just um, decompress over the holidays, which really sounds like different, right? And, but instead of like swirling around and just trying to keep everything going, I'm just going to um, try to enjoy the process of preparing for the holiday and spending time with my family and letting sort of my work side of things go. And then also invite in, in the new year, um, the rest of this series on driving change with um, these young adults in my life that I feel are so inspirational, as we already heard with um, Ren Havel, who already came on last week and feels so inspired by what she shared. And also just learning, like we're just learning from each other. And I think these young voices... Um, are finding language and are being vulnerable and are also feeling empowered to make a difference. And may, may we all in whatever little way that is, but let's see what we learn from that. And the other thing that I'm, I'm really, this is like a little experiment for me, but I think I know this to be true, but I don't know how often I let myself do it is by really allowing myself to not continue to produce, um, and uh, continue to learn and engage, but to be still, to actually rest, to feel the stillness of, of the winter um, for a little bit. There's a couple weeks I'm talking about, but, um, and if I, I, if I really truly allow myself to do that, I feel like um, clarity and creativity will emerge. Yeah. Right. I, I remember this quote, like everything will work again if you unplug it for a little while, including you. Right. So I'm going to do this. Um, you know, we do it a little bit when we're on vacation, I guess. But I'm being very intentional and I'll let you all know how that goes. But um, it's also to tap back into your intuition. You're all knowing, you know, these bodies that carry such incredible knowledge around with them. Um and to, to quiet down all the outside influences, the yanginess of the world and, and be a little more yin. And I will be, you know, doing some yin yoga, but I'll really be doing what I feel moved to do, walking in the woods, um, you know, reading, listening to music, really listening to a conversation, sitting and listening. All the things that I do, but I do with a very finite period of time that I have allowed to do that. And um, I'm going to see, I'm going to see how deep the ease is that I can invite in and see what emerges. So I wanted to share that with you. There will not be an interview this week. 
but I wanted to wish you all an incredibly beautiful holiday season, no matter how you celebrate. I hope you do it in a way that aligns the most with you now, right? Because that could be different than it was before in this ever-changing world that we'll continue to explore and talk about together. And I even, I already see that in the new year, I'd like to start to hold some monthly circles so we can share, because I feel like that is such a deep need right now. But I will, I will listen and be still and see what comes to be and certainly would love um, always to hear from any of you. But I would love to engage more actively with this community so I can continue to have content that's relevant and helpful um, and just answer those questions that we're all struggling with and the discomfort and also the joys like and how people pick themselves up when they're struggling and you know i shared this process a little bit because it's a process and i love to hear how people go through their processes and what they discover um i have a few people in my life they've had very different experiences than i and they you know sometimes it's just about being able to wear that dress to a wedding that you feel comfortable in your own skin too when you've had body issues or you've been involved in a community that's driven your decision making there's so much happening with all of us and it's so beautiful when we honor ourselves and we get to a place of awareness and then can get through to the other side but i think the mystery lies there and we all need to keep opening that trunk and digging through there to find the next right thing yeah so thanks for holding space for me this year again i i love you all very much i am so honored that you've been part of this platform of sharing and learning and being vulnerable um i hope you all do something that really um moves you in a way to celebrate the closing of this year and yeah allow maybe we don't have to be so um the intention could just be to let that right thing arrive for what you're called to in the new year you know and honoring ourselves a little bit i don't know i think i'll have more to share on that in a few weeks have a wonderful day find something to celebrate balance out the treats indulge have fun over the holidays but also like do what you need to do to take care of yourself throw a little plants in there when you can um it's a beautiful time to throw the smoothies in at the beginning of our day yeah and to get out do what brings you joy happy holidays to all of you and we'll see you next year mm -hmm.